On this week's episode of the Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about Valve's Steam Deck. What do we think of it? We talk about the secret two-player mode in Super Punch-Out for the SNES and this year's EVO 2022 and talk about some of the new special characters for Street Fighter VI. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Welcome back, everyone, to another week of Third Party Control Podcast. Yes, we are back. You heard it right. You heard not only Joe, but you heard Beto. We're all back together. Yeah. Welcome back, Beto. Careful, Thank you. Well. Yeah. Joe gave me his, his uh, monkey pox, so... <laughs> I did uh, not. You didn't? Well, yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you want to share anything, Bethel? Anything? I got I got the Kobe nineteen. No. Uh, two weeks ago. Well, last week I I was busy. I couldn't I couldn't record. But mm-hmm. the week before I got COVID, and uh, yeah, it was pretty shitty. It was cool that I got paid, but it was fucking pretty shitty. Like I I I was so tired. Like mm-hmm. I was telling you, and I told Joe, Joe, I told you, Jesse, that I watched like six, seven hours of YouTube. And I didn't know what I watched, but I was so yeah. I, like, I was drifting in and out of sleep, and then I don't even know what, what happened that day. And then, uh, uh, but uh, I had a not a terrible cough, but it was just like annoying. Like I was fucking like a, like you would have a regular cough, but it, it it did suck. I wouldn't want to uh, get that again. Um, I mean, I, I I didn't really play anything either, but I I, I watched uh, all of the boys uh, on on Amazon Prime. Nice, and it was a great fucking show. I loved it. It was, it was so good. I didn't know that Jack Quaid. I didn't know that that was uh, Randy Quaid's son. Yeah, and I looked it up. I was like, oh shit, that's cool. Yeah, but yeah, that that show was 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 great. Yeah, it's a good the show. last season was fucking really good. Yeah, that's all I watched. I I I, I bought <clears throat> because I got sick. I bought. Hajime no Ippo on Blu-ray, the first and two, first and second volumes, uh-huh. uh, and I haven't watched them because I was too tired to fucking put anything in in my uh, <laughs> in my PS5 to play it. But yeah, uh, I'll get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. That was me. Yeah, what happened to me? Well, we're glad you're back. We're glad you're feeling good. You know, because I was like, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you listened to the show last week with me and Joe. Not all of it. No. Oh, okay, not all of it. Um, <laughs> At least you started it, unlike Joe. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, it was just a thing where I was like, oh, if you guys wanted to share that or not, like, I wasn't going to bring up it. Th- those were the reasons why some of you guys were absent in some days and or, uh, not the others <laughs> or had to go solo. Um, but, yeah, no, just glad you guys are back. You guys are, are healthy, uh, feeling good. And then I remember thinking, like, damn, you know, that sucks that you guys, because you guys had it, like, at the same time, right? Pretty hard. Right, like within a few days, within a few days, and you know, yeah. and then uh, of course, uh, it takes me a week later to fucking get COVID 19 because I am, I'm currently, I have COVID too. I have Kobe 19. <laughs> I have Kobe. Jesse felt left out. He was, I felt, I felt left out. He, he went, yeah, he I felt when fucking having people cough all on his mouth and shit. <laughs> He's like, yo, the guys had interesting stories. I need interest stories, interesting stories for the podcast. Just come on, man. 
But it's funny how we we all got it like around the same time, but not from each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think <laughs> that was like our biggest thing was thinking like, oh, we're not. We we were always cautious throughout um, this whole thing, and kind of like being, uh, oh, okay, I feel kind of weird. We're not going to do this today. Let's do it over, you know, uh, the internet. And that's how we've been doing the show. You know, we still haven't missed anything. You know, it's it's just shit that happens. And luckily, we didn't get it from each other. Because my, my biggest fear was, like, giving it to you, Beto, or giving yeah. it to you, Joe. And then you guys didn't know. And then you go visit your parents or your family, and then they get it. That was my biggest fear. I never wanted anything to be, like, I could have passed anything along. And I'm sure that you guys felt the same way, too. You know, you want to not only protect yourselves, but other people you care about. Um, but, you know. This thing has gotten bigger than uh, uh, most things, and, you know, it, it was just a matter of time. Uh, but, yeah, it, no, it is kind of crazy that we all kind of got it around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm uh, not feeling as shitty, but, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a, I, I basically, what, how you kind of brought it up, Bethel, is kind of how mine is going, too. So, anyway, let's get to it. Beto. Hey. So Pro Skater 1 and 2. Oh, nice. Uh, it was free. Is it for Plus members or is it Plus Premium or Plus Extra? Oh. Is it just Plus? plus? I think it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I was able to um, put it in my library. Okay. Yeah, so that's, uh, if, if anybody wants to play it. Uh, uh, and yeah, it's a it's a great game. I mean, it's a... Uh, I, I don't really remember how the other ones played it. But yeah, I played, uh, 1 and 2. And I, I, played, I played a good amount of it. I beat both games with uh, one character. Um, but uh, yeah, I was gonna say I, I can't really. I don't remember how the first ones played. Uh, does this play more like four or three, where you can like revert and manual into stuff? Remember that? I want to say the mechanics on this one. Uh, I want to say like it has the wall press thing. It has the wall plant. Remember that? The yeah. wall plant where you can wall plant. If I remember that was first started in Thug. If I'm correct. I want to say it was Thug. I could be wrong. Maybe it was in 4, because 4 was the one actually one I didn't play. Okay, yeah. So, but, I mean, it it, it felt weird at first playing it, because like, I, wasn't, I wasn't used to the controllers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once I played through it, I was like, oh, shit. This, it just, like, it all came back to me. Yeah. It, was, it was so simple, like, to, to get, like, to stream giant combos and, like, uh, uh, six scores, uh, uh, just doing a bunch of other stuff to it. Um, and then I forgot that there's, like, a, a point system, like, where you could, uh, um, you could level up, and then uh, I, I, there's some stuff where I couldn't do. It's like fuck, I can't, can't ollie all the way up there. Mm-hmm. And then I, I looked up. I was like, what the hell? I was looking at my character. I was like, oh shit, that's right. You can you can level up in this. And then I just I had a shit ton of points, so I almost max, maxed out my character. And now everything's like even more easy yeah. playing through that. But yeah, I've just been playing through that. Um, uh, it's pretty cool seeing the uh, the old uh, skate. Uh, what was it Skate Lab? That skate park that was out here in Ventura a long time ago? Uh, it was just called oh, Skate yeah. Park, right? I think it's called Skate Lab. Oh, Skate Lab? Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's pretty cool seeing that. That's, uh, I mean, it's it's no longer there, but uh, I never went to it either, but I, 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 would, I remember seeing like videos of it. It's pretty cool seeing uh, that in it, even though it's not around anymore. I, I, I don't want to... 
I think I remember going back to the first one to see if that one said Ventura, but I think this one says Ventura, but I think it when does. it first came out, did it say Ventura? No, it said Ventura. Oh, okay, okay. I remember, I remember it seeing scale. I remember hearing about it too. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's in the, it says Ventura. I got invited, uh-huh. I got invited to a birthday party to go there and I didn't go. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to skate. Yeah, I, I was just like, I don't want to skate. And then I fall and everyone laughs at me. So. <laughs> Yeah, so that's all I played, really. I didn't really, like last week, I didn't play that much. A little too tired, too, too yeah. lazy to play anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I played. Uh, what about you, Joe? Oh, what's up, uh, So I started Persona 5. Um, <gasps> a whim, just because. What is happening? Like, let me try this out. I use my handy-dandy backbone controller. Ooh. So I've been playing some rem- I've been remote playing some games off of that. Um, it's been cool. I mean, it works. That's that's the thing. That's like really what I can say. I mean, you know, obviously remote play your mileage varies, but for, for games like that, um, and even I mean, I was able to play a game of Madden. There was definitely a little bit of a delay, but I still managed to play. Like you know, I've been doing that. So I was like, well, let me start Persona and play it. And then I got about an hour in, um, and you know, it's it's very nice looking. Um, I don't know. How much longer I'm going to continue with it? Mm-hmm. The story for me, I, it was so funny. Like I texted you guys this, I was like, "Is every fucking adult in this game an asshole?" And you guys are like, <laughs> "Yeah." And I'm like, "Cause seriously, it was like over for me. It just seems so overdone. Where like fuck every fucking adult in this game." I thought, "Were you serious when you responded like it was written by a teenager?" <laughs> no, because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Are you serious?" Because I mean, you said it, and I thought you were joking. But me was like, "I could see that." <laughs> But it was so over the, like, not that it's a huge issue, but it's just so over the top that I was just like, fuck, okay, like, every adult is going to be a complete asshole. Like, even the fucking teacher, uh, I was like, I'm driving in my class, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, just a story where they're just, where he's, you know, uh, he helped a woman, but, like, just it gets framed in this whole, like, he's a fucking thug or this or that, and I'm just like, I, I, you know. Not, and again, I'm not knocking the rest of the game for that, but mm-hmm. I just was like, that part had me laughing because I was like, fuck, man, this is like, this is overkill. Um, it is very, like, I can tell already those moments where you, like, there's very, there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. And it's very, I think oh, you yeah. can skip stuff, um, but there are long, long, long portions of the game where, like, you're not really doing anything. And, you know, I think for me, I don't know if, uh, I mean, you know, there's, like I could I could skip shit mm-hmm. but then I miss out on stuff you know what I mean it's like that double edged sword it's like I, I, I don't want it to you know move so slow but I don't also don't want to miss story but you know so I'm kind of debating whether I'm going to continue with that or not mm-hmm. um, look very nice looking uh, visually you know like the music's pretty like new music's pretty nice too like I like the music it's really cool um, so we'll see if I continue with that or not I'm not sure yet I then also, I downloaded and uh, started up the Hot Wheels DLC for Forza Horizon 5. Oh, okay, yeah. Wait, is the DLC free too with Game Pass? No. Oh, you bought it? No. So you, gotta, so you have to get yeah, the base game is free, but the, the DLC is something that you have to pay for. Okay. Which is, you know. It makes sense, I mean, yeah. I get it, yeah. Um, I just assumed it was free because you got it or you said you were playing it. And I'm like, oh, so it was free? You know, I just assumed. So I I had missed out on the Hot Wheels DLC for for Horizon Four. I didn't play that. 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, let's try this out. And um, I, you know, they're so good at like, like they, because it's its own little side. It's a, it, it's a part of the main map, but like when you start it up, it, um, it basically kind of does like the old intro race to the area like the game does in the beginning. So it puts you through all of the areas in the game. It kind of takes you on one whole loop that you do. And, and uh, that's, um, takes you through all the areas in the game that you're going to go through. And they introduce the stuff, like there's the giant loops, uh, the, uh, there's magnet tracks where the tracks will actually go sideways. And that's how they call it. Like, oh, the tracks, these are magnet tracks, they're enabled. So when your track goes sideways, you're still on it. Um, it, it, you know, I've done a few races so far. It's pretty fucking cool. It gets fucking fast. <laughs> That's yeah. one thing. Because they've got those boosters. They've even got fans. Like, you're hauling fucking ass. But the one thing that you do see a lot, which is pretty cool, like, there there aren't, so far, there aren't, there aren't as many moments where, like, they go, here, let's get a little fucking turn at you and make you slow down. They want you to go fast, so you get very long straightways, very so far seemingly easy corners to turn into so you can maintain that speed because I think that's like the big overall seems like the bigger overall um over I mean, arc of the whole thing is like speed right like a hot wheel so yeah it's pretty fun uh I'm enjoying it so far uh they don't really add any new music and stuff like that but there is an actual single player like it's got its own mode and it's basically like the history of hot wheels so while you're racing the um, announcer is basically kind of going over the story or the person that talks to you is like yeah this is a, well you know you know so you you can kind of pay attention to it or not it's up to you you know what i mean like some people mm-hmm. are good at catching shit like that other people just focus on the racing but um it's got that and then it just opens up a lot of other events and uh so it opens up it's basically opens up this new world it's like kind of in the sky a lot of it is is but it also takes incorporates the areas from the game so there's moments in the game where like oh shit i'm down i'm down in this area of the game and then it'll take you up into the ramps again you're like nope nope i'm up in the i'm up in in the hot wheels uh tracks and shit like that so um so far i like it a lot of fun i i'm i'm really enjoying it yes horizon is a great game i actually i'm a little concerned that it's like the next standard four is going to come out and it's going to be like "Eh." I don't know if I want to just play regular S4s. So like, I feel like, you know, Horizon is so fucking, uh, just so well done for that mm-hmm. style of kind of games. It's hard to, like, go back to, like, here's your standard racing game. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. But I think that's why they make the Horizon ones to be more of a, hey, you have this version, and then you have the more yeah, serious, like, yeah. This is, for me, has been, I've played a couple of, I've played some of the other Horizons, this has been my favorite by far. Yeah. Five has been my fucking favorite. Mm-hmm. That's good. But that's pretty much been for me. Jesse, what's up with you? Um, you know, same thing with you guys during um when you guys had COVID, like just there was no real push to play a game. You didn't feel like it, you just cause you kept knocking out and stuff. <clears throat> so I didn't really play uh, games in the beginning of the week. Um I tried to stream. I ended up streaming um continuing on with legend of zelda minish cap but then um my steam deck came in and i got the notification last week like hey it's ready if you want to con- you know, confirm the purchase you can purchase it you only have these many days to confirm your purchase and i was like mm, you know what i'm hearing good things i'm like fuck it let's do it like fuck it let's you know worst thing i don't dig it i could find someone who wants it because everyone really wants it right now you know 
I knew people who wanted it. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm going to try it. <clears throat> Ordered it and it came in right when I had COVID. <laughs> like I got COVID and then I was just like, oh, when's the game going to come in? Like, oh, when's it coming in? And it was like Wednesday and I'm like, oh shit. Okay, cool. So I can have it on Wednesday. Uh, the Steam Deck came in and hey, you know what? First impressions, I held it and I was like, oh shit. It's comfortable and it's not as heavy as I thought it was going to be. Like it's got, it's got weight to it, but I thought it was going to be something like where I'm like, oh, fuck this. Like I remember, uh, after having the switch for, uh, the Nintendo switch for a while, um, I was like, oh, it's the same thing. Like having the Wii U gamepad. And then I remember grabbing the Wii U gamepad after like a couple of months with the switch already to try something out on the Wii U gamepad. And I was so annoyed just holding it. Like the Wii U gamepad, I was like, oh, I don't want to fucking, ugh, why is it so heavy? Oh, I fucking hate it, right? It didn't feel good. And uh, I remember people having that complaint even when the console came out. So um, with the Steam Deck, I was just assuming it was going to be super heavy, and, and I heard it was uh, comfortable, but it, it was very comfortable holding it, set everything up. It has a really nice interface, and uh, that day there was a Steam Humble, Humble Bundle sale for a game for a... Uh, you can get all the Resident Evil games except uh, re the newest one, Resident Evil 8. Uh, it was like 30 bucks on Humble Bundle. And I was like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, you know, I like Resident Evil. Sometimes I like to run through them for like two hours and see how far I could get. Like, that's fun for me. So I downloaded those, had some games on there. Uh, first game I played was uh, Streets of Kamurocho, which was a Streets of Rage regrade uh, Yakuza game based on the Yakuza stuff. And at first it crashed, and I was like, oh shit, it doesn't work on here. But then it ended up working, and that was really cool. But man, once I, I downloaded it, because I had a Steam account on my Mac in 2010. And the reason I knew it was 2010 is because I saw save files for Portal and other Valve games. It marked August 17th of 2010 was the last time I played it on there. But uh, yeah, playing Portal on, on there was really cool. Just everything, all the physics stuff, like the gyro sensor, like... You, if you have your finger, your thumb on the right stick, if you move the console, it has the gyro controls. But once you lift it off the stick, like if the stick doesn't, the face, if it doesn't sense it, gyro doesn't, it's not going to move. So you can use gyros that way. It's got back buttons. It's got little track pads on the bottom of it. Of it. Um, it's, it's weird to kind of get comfortable at first having like the joysticks, the D-pad right next to it, and then the face buttons. But as you kind of start learning it, it just kind of... You get used to it, right? It's not as comfortable as like, let's say, having an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller, but it's not horrible. I didn't hate it. Now, one of the things that was really cool that is not installed on the Steam Deck, but it is a Steam Deck game that is required, uh, not required, but uh, like uh, recommended to you. Valve made a game for the Steam Deck, a real short game to make you test everything out. The gyros, the speakers, everything that's on there. It has you te test it out, but it does it a Valve way. It's called Aperture Desk Job. And so you download it, and it's a short little mini game, and you're in Aperture Science as a worker that you have a bench, and you're fiddling, and it's a great way that it shows you how the whole thing works and how all the buttons work, but in the Valve twist where it's kind of part of a storyline, and I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to say what happens, but it was very charming. It was very cool. And I was like, this is an awesome way to show off this Steam Deck. 
and I, I'm not gonna say much more about it because I honestly want you guys to play it. Like I want to be like, here, check it out, try it out, and especially Joe Bethel. I know you guys are fans of like Portal and Half Life. You'll smirk and smile at a lot of the storytelling and and just the writing, you know. But um, yeah, uh, Aperture Desk Job was really cool to kind of just show off how this console is, um, how this handheld is, and even stuff like. Portal ran beautiful and smooth. I, I got. I ended up getting the Steam Deck, the the highest one, the biggest memory, uh, the better drive, the better screen, the anti glare. Um, I also ended up uh, trying out some games. I tried Resident Evil 2 Remake on there, and I'm like, whoa, this is playing on a portable. It's really cool. I didn't even know. I was like figuring stuff out because I won't lie. In all honesty. The first day I probably spent like setting it up and everything, maybe three, four hours. And that night I go to bed and I'm just like, fuck, you get it with anything, buyer's remorse. Like, oh man, why did I buy this shit? You know, like, God damn it. Not that I hated it, but I'm like, am I really going to use it? Like, is, is there more to it? But then the second day finding out more stuff like, oh yeah, you can just plug in any USB-C um, dock that has a uh, HDMI and USB and it could be you can put it on desktop mode and you have a desktop interface with it looks like Windows but it's a Steam one you can do it all different you can have multi screens if you have another screen connected mouse and keyboard if you want to play your games that way there's so many things you can do not only that I ended up digging in more people have already like figured the steam deck out and instead of like some people are like oh you can put windows on there like it doesn't work that well um there's this thing called emu deck if i'm correct uh, correct i don't know pretty much putting emulators on there but making it a part of the actual steam interface because that interface like the whole interface of the steam deck is really nice it's simple you know nicely performed nice little quirks and sound effects that you're like, oh, I don't want to lose it if I put like an emulator on here. I don't want to exit out of it to go into something else, to go into emulator. No, people have figured it out. It's all a part of it. So you can make it all work together so it's in your Steam library. It's not a Steam game, but you can launch it from there. So, you know, I have like, I only wanted two things because, you know, I have um, consoles. I have modded consoles with all the consoles on there or all the, the games on there, everything. I don't need... You know, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, I don't need Saturn or Dreamcast because I already have something that can play that. But I've had problems with PSP and PS2. So I put PSP and PS2 games on there and they work great, man. Like the emulation on there is awesome. Some people have had uh, Switch games play on there. I don't care to do that, but like the possibilities are, are really nice on the emulation side. But then like going into like what they have on the Steam as in games to buy and purchase it's like it'll tell you what works what they're not sure works or this kind of works but this might you might have to fiddle around with some stuff uh but anyway i could keep going and going and going more about what what i think about the steam deck but it's actually really cool now i'm just like fuck this is actually i'm actually gonna spend a lot of time of it on it um i'm really gonna uh looking at the games that you can't get on consoles like a lot of the pc exclusive stuff i found a good amount of games that i'm like whoa dude i haven't seen this anywhere else and it's it, it works on the the steam deck oh i'm gonna buy this but right now i've put stuff in my wish list to wait till it drops on sale because some stuff goes on sale and then like quick quickly 
last night it was like oh three of your games you have is on sale right now for like fucking 75 percent off i'm like holy shit if i was like impatient and bought it that day it would have gone on sale that night you know so it's cool i i like it i i'm actually now not the the buyer's remorse vanished real quick at, you know after that night on the steam deck and now i'll be honest it is you know, some people go, just, is it a switch killer? I did, nah, it's not. But what it does is it's, it's basically a portable piece. It's a portable laptop, but in handheld form. That's what it is. You know, it's not, the only thing that's doing different is giving you that kind of feature like a switch with the controls instead of a laptop, you know, and, and keyboard and mouse. But you can do that stuff too. Just how open the switch, uh, the Steam Deck is, it's cool. I, I don't know. I like it, but it's not for everybody. It's not a Switch killer. It, I don't even think it's in competition with anyone, really. It's not in competition with PlayStation, Microsoft, or Nintendo. Uh, Steam is kind of in competition with itself to broaden its PC market, you know? So that's how I look at it, but I'm excited to get, like, PC games exclusive stuff on here, and I've gotten a few, so... It's cool. I don't know. It's cool. I can keep going on it. Like, I just keep mumbling about oh, shit. What's up? Joe. Yeah. Let's say what? Within over or under one month of where Jesse will buy Final Fantasy VII on there. Oh, too late. <laughs> it's done. It's you already done. got it? I got it. Under. Oh, my God. It's, no, I was kidding. I did. You know what? It's funny. I did think that. I'm like, I'm not going to get it. It is It is de Steam Deck verified, but I already have it for PS5, so I'm good. Sure. I'm good. I ain't going to do it. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, it's cool, man. I don't know. Did you guys have a question? Did you want, Maybe something I didn't answer that you were um, curious about? Wait, so you, you can plug it into your TV? Yeah. Okay, that's what I was saying. But it, it, there's a catch, though. So cause that's the thing. Like, that's why it's not in competition with any of these home consoles. Because what, what, the what is the thing that makes home consoles... The biggest thing in the market, Joe and Bethel. Exclusive games. Besides exclusive games, ease of use. You plug it in, and, oh. and whatever you oh, get yeah. works, right? Yeah. With this, you can mod it a lot. I can mod it, but I, you know, I was playing Resident Evil Four because I got that um, Resident Evil uh, Humble Bundle. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna play Resident Evil Four, but I didn't play it on the Steam Deck yet. I was like, oh, let me try it on here. I have it connected to my TV. And the game looks great. It's going. And after it went by the cutscene, you know, you have control of Leon. And then it's like slow. And I'm like, why is he running slow? What's going on? Right? I'm like, oh shit. Maybe the game just doesn't really work well on here. Maybe I have to drop some settings. So I was messing with some settings. And I'm like, I couldn't figure anything out. So I disconnected it and I tried it on handheld. Fine. So my my guess is I'm not a, I'm not a techie guy. Um, how I had it connected, I had it connected to a source that's connected from another source that connected to a splitter. So I don't know if the length of the signal is like is not good for that. So that's why you got that. Or it could have been something else. It probably launched wrong or, or did something. It could be how I had it connected. I don't know. But maybe in television mode, it doesn't work well. Handheld mode, it works better. So, But I did try um, Portal 2 right after that. And it worked fine on my TV. Portal 2 ran buttery smooth. But that's that's the difference between like a Switch, PlayStation Five, and Xbox is people just your co your casual consumer wants to buy their thing, plug it in, and it works. 
where if you buy anything like a PC, uh, a PC gaming laptop, or even a Steam Deck, things will probably work. They'll tell you that things don't work, and you got you got to change certain settings depending on your graphic card and blah 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 blah. So, I want to get one like eventually, but I don't know if I want to get that or like a gaming laptop. Yeah, because like I, I, I mean those those Steam Steam always have that that those like summer sale or every every fucking month they have like a crazy sale. Um, so I want to get I want to get that stuff and like a humble bundle stuff too. Sometimes I'm like, fuck, I wish I had a PC so I could get these games. Your one of your favorite games on the PS3, Bionic Commando. Is yeah, a, is a dollar forty nine. Oh shit! But it supposedly it doesn't work on there. Oh, that sucks. But I was like, I still want to buy it just for future. So yeah. when you know, and then it could like, oh, okay, I'll have this later. Like I will have yeah. a gaming PC later. It's just I didn't don't have one right now. But. Yeah stuff it's cool man uh for anyone like wondering like depending on what you're gonna do with it it's just gonna depend on what you want really you know but once i was digging through things finding like what are some good you know exclusive games that are only on pc and it's kind of surprising a lot of games end up coming to console sooner or later or but way later but there's some things where I'm just like, whoa, why isn't this on console like right now? You know, kind of thing. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, it's just cool. I, I think more than anything, I won't be playing any like crazy AAA game. Like uh, for me, like it's cool that PlayStation has like Horizon and Spider-Man and, and Days Gone on, um, on the Steam. You know, that's cool. And God of War. That's cool, but it's like, ah, that's something, those are games I don't want to play portably because to me, those are larger than life. I want to see it on my 4K TV, you know? But for some people, they're like, fuck yeah, I want to play Spider-Man on my Steam Deck. Awesome. That's just not how I am. But if, like, you're into that, like, if you want to play Spider-Man on the go, I get it. For me, I'm cool with playing Spider-Man on my TV, on my PS5. But yeah, Steam Deck, just depending on what you're looking at, looking for, I think it's pretty cool, man. It's cool what it could do. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. and NFL have announced a multi-year renewal of their partnership that guarantees the continuation of their eSports League, the Men NFL Championship Series. The companies didn't specify exactly how long the partnership has been renewed for, but they did announce that the previous year's MCS seasons proved immensely successful as it saw a four-time increase for its average minute audience year over year. The MCS will be aligned with the actual NFL season as a result of the continued partnership, meaning that eSports Championship, the Ultimate Men NFL 23 Bowl, will take place during the week of next year's Super Bowl. The finals include a prize pool of a million dollars in addition to another 700000 available throughout the season. Beto Joe, you guys being the Madden freaks that you are, hearing that EA is continuing with the license of the NFL. I'm sure you're not surprised, but what are your opinions? 
yeah, like not surprised really. It's, it's, a, it's like you 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 kind of hope they do drop it, but it's, it's they make so much money yeah. together that it's not it's they'll I don't think they'll ever they'll ever part ways. It's not gonna be like FIFA where FIFA uh, where EA doesn't need FIFA for for the uh, for the for that uh, franchise. So it's a uh, it's not surprising that the the NFL and them. Kind of a long, really long-term contract with them again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not surprising. It's you know, it's kind of what it was expected. And um, yeah, so now we'll be looking forward to watching <coughs> uh, someone in the Madden Bowl uh, have a punter in a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. every year. So it's realistic. A question that kind of just popped in my head: Is there anyone else trying to outbid EA for the NFL license? Is there even anyone who, who cares to buy it? Like, is this just a thing where EA or the NFL kind of go, "Well, it's that year. You're gonna, is, you're gonna pay up." It's like, "All right, yeah, cool. All right, here you go." Or is there someone in the shadows like, "Hey, we want to buy this for this much." Like, it, does anyone care? Is that a license you want to buy? Is 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 it know. important anymore? I mean, do you think Madden is so big? Do you think can you see in the future, like, it just not being Madden anymore? NFL just being a a licensed product where like, oh, Ubisoft bought it and now they're making NFL football the league. <laughs> Anything you know? is possible with a license, like with, with his name, because his name is not necessarily synonymous with. You know, it is and it isn't, right? Like, technically, they could release a game and not not be called Madden. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it's it's possible. So, it's a likelihood. It's probably not high, but, I mean, you're talking about the state of one person who is synonymous yeah. with the game as opposed to an entire organi- uh, 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 league organization. So, you, you never know. Down the yeah, line. yeah, yeah. I would hope, I would hope not. But, I mean, I mean like... I, I feel like it just should be Madden at this point, but, I yeah. mean, you know, you never know. But, but like... Even that, like the, whoever, if someone else buying the license, regardless if they call it Madden or not, is there anybody who cares about buying an NFL license or making an NFL game? Like, let's say EA just goes like, you know what? We're done. Is someone going to snatch it up, you think? Do you think anyone cares to do that? The NFL in general? Yeah. Like just the license for NFL? Absolutely. Someone will figure out. Yeah. You think course. someone will? I don't think, I, I, I don't think we'll ever get to the point where EA just ditches it i i think if anything they'd open it up for actually it's not even up to ea if, if if the nfl wants to open it up to open to more partners then that's what the nfl would do i, I honestly don't think ea has a choice in it yeah it's not ea's dog in this fight as a matter of fact getting the exclusivity for madden and for the nfl wasn't ea's move it was i believe from whatever offered to them from by the nfl so it's like you know it really all just boils down to what the nfl wants you know mm-hmm. what i mean the league wants it turns out Super Punch-Out was a, a competitive multiplayer game all along. It just took fans 28 years to figure it out. It was revealed that two new previously undiscovered cheats for Super Punch-Out, the sequel to Punch-Out, released in 1994. The first cheat offered access to a free single match with any fighter in the game. It can be accessed by holding Y and R on a controller plugged into Player 2 slot, then pressing Start on the Player 1 controller. The second cheat, remarkably, makes it possible to actually play as one of the 16 characters in Super Punch-Out. 
and even perform their special moves. Want to use Ball Bull's charge attack? Just press down B and away you'll go. To access the two-player mode, you'll need to enter the free match mode screen, select a fighter, and when it goes to the character info screen, hold B and Y on the player two controller while pressing start on the player one. You should be able to control the second fighter from the point that point onward. Both cheats have been confirmed to work on the Nintendo Switch Online version of Super Punch-Out. It's unclear why this secret mode has been hidden away all this time, though it's likely there's f they're, they're for testing purposes. Whatever the reason, it adds a whole new dimension to the 16-bit classic, allowing players to unleash the full might of Bear Hugger and Gabby J. This isn't the first time a Punch-Out game has had multiplayer. Granted, the Wii Punch-Out also had multiplayer, though you fought a clone of Little Mac instead of one of the actual losers. What do you guys think after you heard that? It's so fucking weird. It is weird. It's so crazy with something like that. And it's not even that difficult to do. Mm -mm. It's just, I, I'm more shocked that no one figured it out. I wonder what it was. Like, was it a developer? Like, a lot of people thought it was maybe for, like, testing purposes and stuff like that. But do you think Probably. it was... I want to know if it was like, okay, we... Because you've heard those before where people literally do leave secrets. Maybe, maybe something like that or something a little bit different that fans haven't found in a game till like years later. You hear that every once in a while, right? Mm -hmm. And it's intentional. No one's spoken up about this who's worked on uh, Super Punch-Out, but if I remember, I know for sure like during the NES era, there was a lot of uh, uncredited people in, in development that wouldn't get credited in the game, and some people don't know who worked on what. And I think a good example is like Castlevania. No one really knows who worked on that game. Oh, I think it was Castlevania. And some people try to find out, like, who was it? Did you work on it? Like, this guy worked on Konami. Was it him? And they, they've interviewed people. It's like, no, I never worked on that series. So some people don't know who worked on what, you know? Some games, yeah, like, you know, Mario, Mega Man and stuff. But I think it was Castlevania, which was one of them. But I wonder if the same thing is, is with Punch-Out, but I don't think so. I think we know who, who, who worked on Punch-Out. But anyway, um, I want to know. No one's really come up like, oh, yeah, we always knew... You know, we always put that there to wait to see if someone figured it out, but no one ever did. Or, oh shit, maybe, oh, I was supposed to take that out of the build that we were supposed to send out, but I sent out the wrong build. And now that they yeah. announced it, he's keeping quiet. Like, he does, he's not going to say shit. Because the Probably. guy who was supposed to send out the build sent the wrong one, you know? Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's so, to me, it's cool that that mystery got unsolved. But now it's the mystery of like, was this intentional? Was this an accident? Was this planned? Is anyone, why hasn't anyone said anything who worked on it? You know, I want to know, you know, like that. Cause I'll hear that stuff sometimes or it's like, it took you guys 10 years to find this out. I thought you guys would find this out like quicker, you know, on certain things, but I don't know. It, it's, it's neat. Um, I remember playing, I think you and me, Bethel, we tried out the multiplayer on the Wii Punch-Out, and I think we were like, ah, oh, it's all right. It was like, it was like not that great. Yeah. It, was like it was, it was playable, but it wasn't, I don't know, I guess when you play Punch-Out, you're just like, well, I want to, I want to play against like a PC, or not PC, yeah. a computer, but. Yeah. Yeah, when you only have the ability to play as one character, and that character is just, you know, it's, it's Mac, you're kind of just like, well, yeah. Know. But with this, you can actually be any of the opponents. That's actually pretty cool. You actually can control Bald Bull or anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this that it was not intended for people to find that out. Like they said, it was probably for testing purposes. Because it seems like such a um, 
not complicated, but just like a a, a strange way for a second player to uh, to jump in the game, mm-hmm. as, as opposed to like pressing start. Yeah, there's yeah. like a weird combo of buttons to press for that to for you to get that mode. So I don't think it was I don't think it was uh, um, meant to be discovered. But that's what makes me think like yeah, I, I agree with you that it wasn't meant to be d- discovered. And it, it looks like a, um, a debug mode, like a developer debug mode. But, like, it just being two simple buttons is, like, you would think it'd be something more, you know? Like, something more, uh, hard, like, harder to, to, to do, so just in yeah. the case, because it's, like, we don't want we don't want people to see this, you know? Yeah. But, no, yeah, it's, it'd be cool. I, I, that's, I think that's the next thing for me I want to know, you know? So. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. This past week, few weeks, Evo happened. 2022 Evo. I was watching it, going in and out, and trying to enjoy as much as I could while under the uh, under that. Um, but it was a it was a fun it was a fun Evo this year. It was cool seeing stuff like Dragon Ball Fighters, you know, Super, uh, Street Fighter Five, um, Guilty Gear Strive, all kinds of these games and stuff. Did you guys see anything on there? that you liked did you see any of the fights i know joe you've kind of when it comes to evo you kind of stopped watching it a long time ago right yeah i didn't i really didn't catch anything no okay yeah i saw a couple matches uh there there's some really good matches on street fighter 5 but the final for the grand final for street fighter 5 was really good yeah it was like it got it got close like Mm -hmm. the the dude that was in the losers losers bracket almost came back and won it all and it wasn't until the very last match of like the fucking the it it was <laughs> tied throughout the whole thing, and then the last match was uh was um the the decided the winner, so it was a it was a it was a really good uh, final. There was a few matches I would watch, whether that was Street Fighter or another game, but mostly Street Fighter. Um, I would watch, and I would feel so bad sometimes for the people who lost because you would see how they played. And if it was like, okay, this is the last match, like, oh, they're doing good, they're doing good, and you just you felt that moment where you're like, ooh, he, he double, he he triple guessed his, oh fuck, he hesitated, ah oh, fuck, he fucked up, like you could feel <laughs> when he fuck, he knew he fucked up, you knew he fucked up, and it's just like, ah oh, yeah, you you had it, yeah. you just hesitated, you fucking hesitated, you didn't go for it, you saw the opening, but you hesitated kind of shit like those made me feel there was like two of them that made me feel really bad when that happened because like damn you're so close but no they were good uh but not only was it a good evo and a return to having an in-person evo which was really cool the the first time now being owned by sony there was some pretty cool and pretty awesome announcements in the fighting game community ones that joe's a fan of because they announced on the stage of Evo 2022, SNK announced the new entry in the long, dormant Fatal Fury Garou series in development. It will be the first entry in the series since 1999's Garou Mark of the Wolves. 
No release window or platforms were named as the announcement was only paired with a short teaser trailer and a single piece of art. I sent this to both you guys. What did you guys think of that news? Joe, especially, because I know you were a fan of it. I remember you getting like super into that one. Yeah, uh, it's cool to see a new Fiddle Fury come out. Uh, <laughs> I just, I wonder what it's going to be. Like right away, my my thought is like, well, what kind of art style are they going to use? A lot of that stuff. 3D, are they baby. Really, are, is that what it said? They didn't say that, but that's my guess. Okay. And then just, um, I, I guess just, is it going to feel like, is it going to feel different? Is it going to feel like King of Fighters? Is it going to be similar in that aspect, or what are they going to do to differentiate it? Because it's been so long since we've had a, a Fatal Fury game. Is there? I, yeah, that's the one thing that that I'm I'm curious about. Is like, what are they going to do to differentiate it from the flagship? You know, mm-hmm. King of Fighters is the flagship, so that's what I'm interested in seeing. Yeah. Yes, I mean it's cool. And like uh, now that I'm getting like more excited for fighting games, it's like this announcement was like really really exciting because uh i didn't realize that there were there hasn't been a a fatal fury game since 99 so i was just like holy shit that's fucking mm-hmm. that's great that's such a long time out although they're they're snk characters and a lot of them are on uh on the um uh king of fighter games but it's still it's still crazy to see that that it there wasn't one for over 20 years yeah now there was a teaser at evo 2022 uh during the end of the tekken 7 championship and you saw the old kind of meme image of a, a, a certain character then it changed to a current gen look and it just said get ready but no announcement of a Tekken 8 but everyone's guessing it's a Tekken 8 Bethel you saw that right yeah you excited for a Tekken 8 if it is a Tekken 8 because they haven't confirmed a Tekken 8 but it might be a Tekken 8 uh, I don't really play the Tekken games, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm uh, like I said, I'm, I'm excited for fighting games again. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like I like even like I was telling you that the that announcement and seeing like some of the the some of the evil matches. I'm I, I'm tempted, not tempted, but I'm I'm eventually gonna get a, a Tekken Seven because it looks so much like so much fun. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But like other great announcements, like a lot of series, even games that have already been out are um be announcing, especially like Dragon Ball Fighters, uh getting current gen releases with rollback netcode which is going to be a free upgrade if you have the current gen system versions of those so if you have a ps4 version you're going to get the upgrade to ps5 with rollback netcode so that's really cool everything's going to transfer over you hear that for a lot of games getting rollback netcode unfortunately tekken 7 isn't getting a rollback netcode it only has delay based netcode which is shitty uh, but hey, that's them's the breaks. One of the cooler announcements. One of the most anticipated games of next year, I would say, for this group of gentlemen right here. They revealed two new characters for the upcoming Street Fighter VI, Kimberly and Jury Bethel. Tell me what you thought of these two characters. Uh, I mean, it's Jury. Jury's, uh, I, didn't, I didn't play, was she on 5? I don't even know. I didn't she, was on, she released on 4. She's on 5, yeah. No, no, I know she's on, I know she released on 4, but she, she was a, a character, playable character on 4 or 5, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, yeah, she, I, I, I've always liked that character since uh, since 4, but Kimberly, it it looked cool. I'm like, I'm, 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 I want to see more of it, but uh, we were talking the other day, it's, it's she she played a lot like Guy. Yeah. So I'm wondering how, how close it is uh, um, to that character because that's uh, like you see that the way she plays and then like it's 
It looks exactly like guys' moves, like a lot of them, are. like the catching in the air and the, like the suplex. So that's uh So I'm, I'm hoping she plays different because I mean, it just uh, it would just be like a, a regurgitation of that that character, if it is. Yeah. What about you, Joe? Did you see the trailer for these two revealed characters for Street Fighter Six? I heard about it, but I didn't watch the trailer. No. Yeah. I um, mean... No, just you know, I mean, it's cool. Kimberly's an all-new character, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. See how a brand new character come into the game. You know, I know Jerry came and he's in '84, so um, that ought to be cool. You know, Street Fighter Six is just for me. Regardless of what is said, it's going to be one of those. Uh, last minute purchases for me yeah. even with all the hype and everything it's just not something i'm gonna really get behind until it's actually out which is 100 yeah. percent fair because how yeah. the last game turned out I've, I've said this since the announcement of this game even before the announcement of this game that capcom needs to prove to us that this game is good enough for us to buy yeah. and so far things have looked good mm -hmm. but we won't know until we get the games in our hands right yeah but they still have to prove it to us. Whether whether we hear it due to reviews, we try it, whatever, you know, it, this is this is Street Fighter 6 is a game where we're gonna they need to prove it to us. Yeah, no, I, I think that both characters having Jury back is awesome. Kimberly looks great. I like, you know, you're saying Beto that she performs and does a lot of the stuff like Guy um, just visually, I don't know, everything that that has been coming out on Street Fighter 6, everything that's been shown just seems to be getting better and better and better. I like this new look for the series. Um, it just seems awesome, and I hope it is once it officially comes out. So. The jury with that Akira slide was pretty cool. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that's like an intro to her character whenever the chief, whenever you play as her. That'd be cool. I hope so too. If not, then it's like I'm gonna return it. I'm gonna return my game. <laughs> be like, uh, this doesn't have the Akira slide, so I'm done. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, we're just, uh, me and Beto, we're talking about this during the whole EVO announcement that, I mean, some people are probably going to say, like, well, this character can't be there because technically they're dead. But it's like, whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. It would be so cool since they're in Metro City. You know, they have, um, like, Haggard there. And Beto brought up that bringing up Haggard, and I was just like, yeah, and it'd be cool if, like, one of his costumes could be, uh, his costumes from Saturday Night Slam Masters, and they have a stage in Metro City, which is a wrestling ring, and then we just start getting like really excited and say like, oh, then Zangief can be there too with a wrestling attire that he's had, and then like, oh, Armika could be there, but Armika could be a heel, and like, oh, El Fuerte could be in there. Like we're just going crazy, and like that would just be cool if like one season pass was just all these grapplers, all these wrestlers, and then just having a fucking wrestling stage, and you can just have everyone. You know, everyone has a wrestling costume, right? You can have one, Ken can have one, whatever. Yeah. Everything, I don't know, that would be cool. It would just be, it, it's just so cool, like, where Street Fighter Six can go and just the ideas of what you can do. Just, to, I don't know, it was, it was a cool thought to have, but. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's what you want to get from an announcement of a game or the anticipation of a game is, is like, hopes. Like, yeah, a lot of this can't, a lot of this probably won't happen, right? What we're talking about. But us just being excited about this and thinking of what we want to happen is a good start because I really think back at Street Fighter 5 and there was no there was no anticipation or oh no hype 
because they didn't show as much as they are now. Like, if anything, they're showing way more than they did with Street Fighter Five. Yeah. It's cool, man. Kimberly, Kimberly and Jury. Can't wait for the the next announcements. Even though they leaked everything, I can't you know can't wait till the the next couple of announcements for new characters and stuff. Yeah. Anything else you want to add on to the Kimberly and Jury announcement? No, I had a question, right? I this isn't so much with that, but it goes on in such a fighting games. I, I was uh, looking it up recently, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what are the top fight stick manufacturers now that Mad Cats is out of the game? I was looking at stuff, and I saw. So I was just looking. I was like, eh, maybe one of these days they'll get me a new, uh, a new, uh, a cheaper, nothing, nothing expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a fight stick just to have, maybe something a little smaller. And then I was kind of going through, and I was like, okay, I was like, oh yeah, that's right, Mad Cats is out of business. So anything of their shit, if it's new or if it's still, you know, you know, even used, is going for a lot of money. Um, and then I was like, and I looked at the Hori stuff, and Hori's like, looks like Hori's expensive. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. real expensive right now. It's not, you know, you know, they became pricey. So I'm like, Hori, outside of Hori, I saw a bunch of, um, of, of, uh, makers, like, uh, that aren't really well known. Like, I think it's Canva with a Q, right? They're, 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 theirs are, theirs can be pricey too. Yeah. But then I saw, and I was like, I've never heard of this, but then I saw good reviews of people like, yeah, you can buy these and mod them up. The Mayflash. Mayflash. Is that the one they were announcing over the weekend? They're really cheap. They're, they seem to be. There's, there's different models of them, but I was looking, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, Mayflash is, you know, I was like, people were talking about, oh, you could just model yourself. You know, they were like $70, $80. They're not very expensive, and you can just do your own shit. So I, I, but I just, I don't know. I'm not in the loop, so I don't know what's what. And I realized, like, most of the flight sticks out right now are still, like, were, they're, they work for the PS5, but they're, like, PS4 sticks, huh? Like, there aren't a whole lot of just dedicated... PS5 and, and Xbox Series X sticks. Not that there is any reason for them to be around either. I'm just saying, right? But like, there hasn't been a new, you know, like a influx of that kind of stuff, huh? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, then it's like, because I know uh, Razer also makes some fight sticks. They do. Theirs are pricey too. Yeah, so I think a lot of them are. Like they're they're announcing these uh, these fight sticks over the weekend. I forget what the name of it is, but they're they're fucking expensive too. And so yeah. they make fight sticks and they also make hitboxes, but they're like fucking. See a lot more of the hitboxes. Yeah. 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 I just interested. I'm just like, well, where do you go? I was like, what, what's the brands now? I think a lot now people like would probably buy like a. Um, but I see a lot of people that are modding uh, sticks more, so they'll buy like a like a shell and just get all the components, all that stuff, uh, and make their own. Interesting. I think that would be my might be the cheaper way, but it's a lot of work. Yeah. Are you looking to get a uh, stick now with uh, fighting games coming back, Joe? Just thought about it, possibly. Just looking at a cheaper. Because I think I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you think Beto would be cheaper for him to? Cause I the the stick you gave me, I could give it back to you, and we can just all go to Arcade Shock, and they could uh, put in that board that lets you put it in anything. Yeah. You know, and and but you I, can mod them like that. Yeah. Yeah. They mod them to put a board in there, so and then you can also go. You can be like, oh, they have the buttons and different sticks. So if you want to change your stick out and stuff, that's yeah. when the price goes up, of course. But like, how much does it cost to mod something like that? I don't know how much about those. I, I don't know. I, I never saw the prices. I just saw the prices of like the. Uh, I mean, I would assume it's still cheaper than buying an, an entire thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want to say, and I could be wrong, that if you want to buy, like, I want to buy a board that 
plays on everything. So I could connect it to a anything USB. So I could connect yeah. it to a Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. Anything USB, it will work, right? Yeah. Um, I want to say that's either a hundred or under. Maybe a little bit more, but I wanted to do that and probably like switch out the buttons and maybe the stick and stuff or the the ball top and you know. Yeah, some um, of the buttons and like ball tops and like the accessories I have for it, they're really nice, dude. So it'd be, be cool to get like a custom one. Like I want to eventually, since I have I have three of them, so I want to get my my old Hori stick and just make that into like a, a hitbox just to have one because I want to try it out. So I want to eventually do that to mine. <sighs> Learning a whole new way to play like that, I just. I think since I already have three, might as well just do it to fuck around with. Sure. But yeah, that's something that you can think about doing, you know, just. Or getting a new one. Yeah. That's what's cool, like the community. Uh, to me, I, I wanted to mod one of the ones I have because I have a lot of fight sticks. Uh, I wanted to mod one just so I could play it on anything. I, I You know, yeah. on Switch or whatever. You know, to me, that, that made sense. I, you know how to solder, Joe Dutch? You can mod your own. That's true. Yeah, I can solder. You, can, you know what? You can actually just buy the board then and do it yourself. Because there yeah. they'll charge you for the, the service, you know. The, yeah. The labor. Oh, really? oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. Arcade, The arcade shock is in L.A. You take it, and they, they do it there. So me and Bethel went there. We checked it out, went to arcade shock, and uh, it was cool. Like, yeah, and they do the service there. And while you wait, they have That's stuff cool. set up so you can, like, play games or check out, like, buttons and, and sticks oh. and all that. But, yeah, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's Third Party Control Podcast with a 3RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... And Joggers. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. What up? What were you going to say? Thank you. I was, no, I was saying, oh. <laughs>